Welcome to Car Talk. I'm Maddie J in the studio with Ed. How you doing, Ed? I'm good. That's it. That's Just it. you and me. Now, On- why, why, why could could we uh, tell the listeners why Adrian's not with us tonight? Uh, yes, Adrian's ute uh, is in for repairs. So, <laughs> sorry. Car update. Car updates. Uh, that's Adrian's one. Uh, that's why that's why he's in here. Um, mm. But uh, having said that, it, it's an important episode tonight. It's a it's a sad episode. Uh, is it? It's sad for the workers. I, I think. yes, for the workers. Yeah, the workers of who, Matthew? The workers of Holden. Holden, not GM. Holden. Holden. No, uh, GM. I couldn't care about, but Holden no. in, in particular. Um, I think of. It's been a series of. Uh, how would you say it's been a series of events that led up to this point? Yes. Um, which has been quite decisions were made that maybe didn't help. No, no, definitely not. But so, also. A lot of it was out of their control. This is true. In Australia. This is very, this is also true. Mm. So I think that um, basically they, how would you explain it? Do you want to delve in, right into this? Well, let's delve straight into right into it. I mean, there's a lot to talk about here. Like, so for the, for the listeners who haven't caught up with the news, Holden have announced that's it for Australia. Well, for, as far for as the I'm brand. aware, that's it for um, right-hand drive markets. Yep. Um, which... Includes the remainder were Australia, New Zealand, Thailand, and Japan. Well, they got rid of Japan already. So okay, so, so they they were the remaining right hand drive markets for Holden branded cars, and they've well, gone. Well, no, not really Holden, just General Motors. Well, just General Cause, Motors. Cause, um, yeah, because because are they only called Holdens here and New Zealand? Oh, New Zealand. Okay. Yeah. So they've just gone. You know what? Not worth it for those markets. Bye bye, Charlie. Which yeah. you can totally understand from a business perspective. From a business perspective, yeah. Um. I was reading some stats today that was quite interesting. Like 1998 was the top year for Holden. They sold 90-something thousand Commodores, Commodores yeah, that insane. year. Um, you know, and they've never come close since sort of thing. Uh, and Hilux, I think, outsold the entire model range of Holden last year. Yeah, how so, crazy is that? So one model of Toyota outsold the entire Holden fleet. Um, Very sad. Mm. Very sad. Uh, I mean, I'm not sad to see the Daewoo crap current Holden product go. No, not at all. At all. No. It was rubbish, which is why it didn't sell, which is why they're going. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not sad about that. But yeah, sad sad from a branding point of view and a and a link to Australia point of view. And yeah, sad for 600 people who don't get to work there anymore point of view. Yeah, exactly right. It's um, it's it's a it's a very, very sad thing. So like, I've got asked a couple of... I've been asked a few questions about this. Mm. And it's just like... Um, so... Well, before I get to that, basically, Holden has been in Australia for... Since 1948, I think yep. it was. There you go. First one. Um, but before that, they were, they were, they were a coach builder. Yes. Uh, yeah, because yeah, I was saying um, something I heard, oh, you know, 160 years of yeah, something. Yeah, it's been a long time. And I was like, hang on a minute, we haven't had cars that long. There's, there wasn't any fuel back then. They're doing saddles and stuff from memory. So, so yeah, prior to 1948, car... Oh, no, I didn't know this. They they must have built other yeah. Well, they stuff. Actually, they built Fords, believe it or not. They built Model T Fords. What the hell? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Shock and horror to all to us uh, us Ford fans here over over there. Yeah. Um. But basically, they've been a big part of the Australian landscape. Like pretty much every second house you saw, there was a there was a Commodore or a Kingswood or something Holden Australian made. Absolutely. Park there. Um. And then the the other ones were like you know you'd you'd have like a uh you know, like like a like a Falcon. You'd have a Ford. You'd have a Ford, or or you'd have a Chrysler, maybe a may, Valiant. Maybe a Valiant, yeah. Um, that was sort of it. That was it. That was, they were the big three. Um, so, and then obviously um, Mitsubishi bought out 
um, Chrysler. Chrysler. Yeah. Uh, and then Chrysler went, became Mitsubishi just in general. Yeah. Because um, the last Chrysler Centura, I think it was, <laughs> rolled off the line in somewhere late 70s or very early 80s. I thought it was early 80s. Might be 81 or something like that. But I think they called it the last bastard in the boot that had a... You know, um, the workers wrote the last bastard sort of in it, <laughs> and, cool. and out it went on the line. And so, yeah, some I've heard or seen of that car around in magazines or somewhere. It's um, yeah, it's be always quite a collectible piece. Collectible, yes. I mean, valuable, probably not, not particularly. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking, what's going to happen to Holden's now? You know, like if you do own a, a really nice VX something or other, someone said to me, "Oh, they're going to be worth nothing now." And I said, "No, I don't think so." No. I said, "There's, there's, if anything, they'll probably go up because, yeah, you know, I mean, there's okay, they stopped manufacturing in 2017, so yep. you know there's not going to be any more. But now that the total brand's gone, um, you just think that yeah, there's a finite pool of cars, and there's still people that want those cars, so I, I'm guessing they'll they'll hold up okay. Yeah." And parts, you know, okay, genuine parts will probably fizzle out over a few years, but... They reckon 10 years they're going to give support for. Yeah, that, that's normally what manufacturers yeah. will, will do. Um, but then after that, there'll be aftermarket parts for those cars. You know, if you've got a if you've got a collectible Holden, you know, in 10 years' time, it's not like no one's going to make you a starter motor. You know, <laughs> like, like there'll be... They're common enough that, that there'll be aftermarket Aussie firms that, that, that manufacture some of that stuff, yeah. I think. Yeah, no, I I agree with you on that point, but it's it, it's just sad. Like it it, sad. it's it's it it's sad. very sad because it's been, you know, like ever since ever since I've well, like ever since since I've I've known about cards, it's been that that bitter rivalry. I mean, not bitter, but like it, it's been a good rivalry between mm. Ford and Holden, and mm. you know, you were either on the Ford side or the Holden side, mm -hmm. and um, like, even if you liked other cars, you still you still had one of those. You still picked one. What's yours? I would say you're a Ford guy. I am a Ford guy. Um, so all my Holden listeners have turned off. But, you know, there, there's, there's been a lot of Holdens that I have liked um, over, over over the journey. I think I'm more, yeah, by and large, I'm a Ford guy rather than a Holden guy. If I had a gun to my head, not that I would one. ever buy either necessarily, <laughs> but if I had a gun to my head, I'm a Ford guy. Yeah. But I've always, I've always had a soft spot for the VR, VS um, Holdens because my mate had a VR Calais. So that was a nice car. The, uh, nice. Oh, I don't know if I'd say nice. It was. It was grunty. It was very economical. It was very comfortable. Uh, the paint was terrible. The body flex was horrendous. You could, <laughs> if you jacked it up, you couldn't open the rear, rear door. Doors, yeah. um, but we towed a car trailer with his MG on it and all sorts of other cars on it, and it just ate all that up. Um, the rear suspension sagged like hell, but you know it, it did it. Um, it was pretty tough. Yeah. You know, you could throw a lot of abuse at it and it still came back for more. It was that kind of a car. Yeah. Um, and, but I like that shape. You know, of all the Holdens, the VT then got a bit fat. They did, yeah. Um, for my liking. But that sort of leaner, sleeker VR shape I always liked. I did see a, a, a like a VS parked next to a, a VT. So a, a VS and VR are pretty much identical. Yeah, yeah. Um, and... You know, it's it's more of a petite car. Than, yeah, than, definitely. Than, uh, sort of big was. glass area. Yeah, big greenhouse. Um, sleek that. bonnet. And I like the sort of nostril grill yeah. that they had going on then. Um, and my friend's mum had a VR Acclaim from New. The Reggio was FKG. We always thought that was funny. Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> G816, that got written off some years ago. But that was just a stock white Acclaim with hubcaps. But it was the first car, I think we've talked about this, that had... Um, ABS and dual airbags. Oh yeah, standard you know, as standard yeah. in the acclaim. And it won Car of the Year, I think, in '93. Mm -hmm. 
probably partly because of that. And they want to design on with that, that model too. Did it, it really? VR, yeah. No yeah. wonder I like it. See, it's a good design. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember just driving that when it was new and going, gee, this thing hammers. You know, they really were very quick. They went rough, good. Rough as guts in... They went well, Matthew. Oh, okay. Rough as guts in the motor. You know, they were, they were not a refined engine by any stretch of the imagination. But they had power. But you boot that and woof, they, those things went. They went well. They went well. Very well. Um, so, I don't know. That's my pick of the Holdens. The yeah, RPS, yeah. And they're damn cheap now, too. They are cheap. Maybe not for long. Maybe I should get one. May I stockpile them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw... I was on at Facebook Marketplace last night, and there was a Toyota Lexan, of oh, course, yeah. the rebadged VR, yep. and um, six hundred bucks, and it actually one fifty k, and it actually looked really tidy. I was like six hundred dollars, like that. You, what a great car! You, all you'd have to do is just put the the the, the Holden badges on it, and some Holden guy would just be like all over that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I almost sent it to Daddy to say because he likes that model. I was yeah. Like, yeah, buy this six hundred bucks. What a daily! Yeah, great daily. Great daily. Yeah, it'd be reliable. It'd work. Yep. Yep. Comfortable. Mm. But yeah. But as for the Daewoo uh, sourced rubbish that they've been peddling for the last couple of years, nah, mm. don't care. Don't care. Bye-bye. So the reasons why, you know, this all came to fruition. So like, I, uh, someone's asked me, the, asked me these, these following questions. It's like, do you think the end of holding is largely due to, one, lack of customer support from, from, the, um, from the consumer, mm. uh, two, recent bad products, three, competitiveness in the market, um, uh, four... General Motors, the the brand damaged the Holden brand, or five the government, especially when they were stopped when they stopped subsidising them in twenty thirteen to twenty fourteen. I said in response, it is mm. it is a mixture mm. of those. So mm-hmm. um, I said it's a combination, really. Um, well, I think first of all they shot themselves in the foot by calling the new Commodore a Commodore. I think they should have retired that. Yep, I agree. Um, because Holden at the time were, I mean, I mean, essentially Holden was known as the Commodore company, really. Because they just flogged Commodores left, right, and center. Yeah. Um, so, and I think that I thought they were a bit, um, up, not up themselves, but more um, uh, our crap doesn't stink, and our people will, will, will say, "Oh, it's an Australian car. We'll, we'll, we'll buy it regardless." Yeah. Which is which is I guess not the right way of looking at it, but they they probably went on the premise of like, "Oh, we did it once before when because the, the original Commodore was an Opal based car." Yeah. Um. So they're like, "Well, if we've done it once, we can do it again." And. Mm. We weren't that gullible this time. Um, basically, they they wanted to. They were said, "Oh well, we know what customers want. What our customers want, they want to buy Australian." Thinking thinking the public were pretty much idiots, um, mm. and their customers were like, "No." Not and I think it. it's an, it's an interesting point. You know the the buying public are very savvy, and oh, yeah. the transparency of information uh, is so much more widespread now than ever before. I mean, you, you, you can jump on and Google review anything, be it a restaurant, a keyboard, a phone, a car, a chair, whatever. You'll get 50 billion people telling you how great or how crap it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the transparency, you know, people are not idiots. There's a reason why Hyundai i30 sell 3,000 cars a month. Why? Because they work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're super reliable. They come kitted. Um, they look good and they come kitted with great stuff. What's not to like? Great price too. You know, um, you can't, I think one of Holden's fundamental issues was that they, um, and it wasn't necessarily the Australian people's decision. That's that's the other thing I want to, you know, it wasn't the Aussies going, yeah, we want this crap Daewoo product. It was GM overseas saying, this you take you this, you take this. Okay, we'll make the best of it. But but by and large, you know, it's not something we probably wanted to do as, as, as a company here that yeah. wanted to do. So 
I think that, um, yeah, the buying public are pretty savvy. There's a lot more choice than there was back in 1978 when the first Commodores were, were you know, being put onto the market. The VB? Um, exactly, the VB. And so I think they probably thought that people would buy Holdens because it's a Holden, you know, and that brand and the cachet that came with that brand and the Australianness of that brand um, would see them through and people will look past, you know, maybe an average product because it's a Holden. Yeah. And the reality is, no, they won't. You know, people, you know, when you've got so much choice in, in a segment, um, I think, you know, pe- people would, would weed out the, the bottom three and go, oh, well, it's out of a, a Hyundai or a Kia or it's out of a Mazda or a yeah. Subaru or whatever. Yeah. Um, and you go for the best in that segment, which is why, you know, Rangers and Hiluxes are selling bucket loads. Triton's still doing very well. And then the other years, yeah, not so much, including Colorado, which is... Colorado is not a bad Ute, but it's, it's not a bad Ute, but it's yeah. it's not the best in that pack. And then you say, well, hang on, why have Ford worked? You know, Ford have Ford probably recognised earlier on than Holden that the they needed to diversify. Yeah. Like uh, Madonna, you need to keep reinventing yourself <laughs> if you're going to stay relevant. And some would argue she's not relevant, but I would argue, you know, compared to most sixty-year-olds, she's still fairly relevant. Um, compared to other performers who've just disappeared off the face of the earth and are doing RSL clubs and country town circuit. So in order to stay relevant, I think Ford recognised earlier that, hey, we've got a kick-ass product with the Ranger. Um, We're going to milk that. And Mm. they are. You know, they're milking that. Like you're better off having one really strong product like that um, or one or two, you know, in, yeah. and, and things like the Mustang, um, some hero products, and then the rest, okay, they're good. They're not, they're not doing amazingly yeah. well, but, but they sort of prop up the rest of it. Yeah. Um, Holden yeah. had none. I th- you know, I th- they had not one product that dominated. No. And no. Um, like, I think getting back to that, Holden, because they were was, was selling so many Commodores in the, in the, in the 2000s, Ford realized earlier, that's mm. why they brought the Territory in. Yeah. And and the, yep. and you like like people are buying SUVs. Let's yep. let's make an SUV. And that was a very well executed um, exercise. You know, the territory was very well done. It gave the buyers what they wanted at the time they wanted it. Um, Holden's sort of knee jerk reaction was the Adventure, um, that was a jacked up Commodore wagon with four wheel drive or some sort of four wheel drive. Yeah, system. it wasn't. Um, yeah. It was long. It was ungainly. It didn't do much off road. Um, it looked okay. I always quite like the yeah, look they, of the adventure, um, but it was rushed to market because of the territory and just nowhere near as well thought out. Yeah, uh, and it wasn't an SUV. It was kind of a jacked up wagon. It was kind I of mean, like an Outback. It was kind of like yeah, it was like a Subaru Outback. Now that works for Subaru in that all wheel drive outdoorsy sort of lifestyle, but I think adventure was probably too heavy, too big, too fat. Didn't yeah, people saw through it. Yeah, I think. And uh, and maybe it was too pricey. I can't remember what they were at the time. Especially with the V8, they were very thirsty. Yeah, too. thirsty and pricey, and just not what the buying public wanted. No, unfortunately. You imagine if Holden had, if Holden had a, a, a mid-size <laughs> SUV that was a great car, yeah. um, that was a, a Mazda CX-5 or a, I don't know. What else is out there in mid-size SUV? There's a whole range of those blobs getting around. Uh, you know, Kia um, Sorento or something like that. Forrester. Hyundai Santa Fe. You yeah. know, if they, if they had one that just was like in that segment, that's the cracker. Yeah. Or one of the top two crackers, you know, then okay, there's an argument for it. You know, they might have stayed more relevant. But they just had Commodore. They just had Commodore. So the question we're, we're, we're trying to answer is what went wrong? Um, 
why why is this the case now? And you know, getting back getting back to answering that that person about what you know that question I was getting asked. Um, you know, the, you're right. The, pub, the the buying public aren't stupid. Like like they no. if they're going to come up across like a Captiva to like a Santa Fe or or like mm. a Tucson. They're going to go for a Santa Fe or a Tucson. Exactly right. The only reason they're going to go for a Captiva is because it's cheaper. Yeah. Or, you know. And it's not Australian made, and everyone knows that. And yes, it's nice to support local businesses in, in, in any industry that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, people are not idiots. When you've got that choice, you know, you'll exercise that. Yeah. Um, secondly, t- to that, um, can, can can continue on from that point? Secondly, the majority of their range was imported terrible cars. Yep. Um, so, for example, it was all old Daewoo-based products. Yeah. Because uh, GM obviously owned Daewoo. I mean, Daewoo don't exist anymore, but, like, they were cars. But GM still own that brand, they obviously. Do. Yeah. Um, and I talk about good Korean and bad Korean. Yeah. Much like, you know, restaurants, if you went out to eat, there's probably good Korean and bad Korean. <laughs> um, but good Korean, you know, Kia and Hyundai are Top stellar examples of that. And they have many cars in many segments that are doing very well. Uh, bad Korean, you know, Daewoo, Sanyong. Um, who else is bad Korean? But I think... They're the two I think the, of, yeah. whenever I think of it. Um yeah, and I don't, I don't know why that is. I don't know why Hyundai could screw together an i30 that's brilliant um, and have an i30N, you know, the, the Nam Nang race version we were talking yeah. about a few episodes ago, and, and Daewoo can't or won't or aren't doing that. I don't know why that is. Um, but the Daewoo product always felt very cheap, very nasty, very tinny, had a lot of inherent issues with it, particularly things like Holden Cruises. You know, when a great car. Turbos blowing and transmission, um, transmission, engines going, just really cheaply made. I mean, they came kitted, and I, I always thought the cruise looked, looked, looked oh, nice. It was a good-looking car. car, and they had a great bit of kit in them. Um, and for a while, people bought them based on that. But in the industry, they are hated. Yeah, not a great um, car. Hate timing chain issues. I think snapping chains or belts. They've got, they've got, they've got belts, belts in them, or, don't they? Oh, I don't yeah, I just. Anyone I talk to in the industry is just like, oh, Holden Cruise, no, don't, don't touch it. Yeah. Like, you'd be better off with a 1998 Corolla. Yeah. You know, rather than a new Cruiser in terms of reliability, reliability. Yeah. <laughs> quality. Yep. Yep. You're spot on. I mean, and, you know, they pretty much had old Daewoo products. And uh, the issue was GM didn't really want to fund right hand drive markets. Yeah. And they're like, well, we've got this in, 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 um, in, in Korea. This, this will work for you. Just, just sell yeah, have this. Have this. Yeah. Uh, which which meant we got the uh, the Barina, which was mm. uh, uh, Daewoo. Um, I don't even know what it was. Was, was it Alanos in the end? Or? Might have been. Yeah, I think but it was yeah, a, it was it was awful. Wasn't a great car. Barina Spark, which is like a Daewoo Matiz. Yeah. Um, we we got the uh, Captiva, which is which is not a great it's car. A Daewoo something. Um, what uh, else was there? Epica. Epica, which was not an epic car. No, <laughs> <laughs> it was epic for the wrong reasons. Um, you could say. You know they were transversely mounted six cylinders, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, quite unusual. What other cars have had transversely mounted uh, six cylinders? Sixty. Yes. Yeah, a sixty. Um, I think the Austin Tasman or oh, the, yeah. the Kimberley or the Tasman. I think they were. Uh, they were transversely the mounted. They were they? transverse sixes. Oh, that's weird. Well, at least they they did have the option of one of them was a transverse six. It's just like, it's just like a long motor for, and the turning circles are terrible for that because yeah. the engine's so long. Big Land Crab. Um, what what else did they they flood um, market with? Um, obviously the cruise. Um, yeah, the cruise. What else? The latest Astra sedan was was basically the new cruise. Yep. yep. Um, but the Astra 
uh, Hatch was still the Opal product. And then you had the the real GM product like the Arcadia and yeah, the, the Arcadia, um, the uh, Equinox. Equinox. Yeah, they're 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 more American, um, more American than Korean, I think. But not, but not great. Still cars. not good. No, and let's face it, the Americans are not great at building cars. They yeah. were back in the fifties and sixties, you know. They different, did some very cool stuff, but uh, different time. Yeah, I don't. I don't tend to crave an American built vehicle. So, like the la- the last time I went in, um, like I sat in a Captiva. Actually, no, I sat in a Cruze. Mm. I'm like, it feels cheap, but you can tell this car was was designed with the right intentions. But the bean counters kind of took over, mm. and GM are very well known for that. Yeah. Um, and it's and it's sad because like you know, so many times they've, they've had like the opportunity to have a really, really cracking little car mm. and they've just not done it well. Yeah. Um, Camaro. <clears throat> um, Camaro, exactly. But then they've also, but then they've also said, okay, well, if the Korean cars aren't good, we'll give you the Opal stuff, which isn't as good either. Um, better, I would argue better. Better, but not great. Because there was a while there back in, when was it? Like the early, early 2000s, 2000s, late Astros 90s, early 2000s. Astra's sold bucket loads, and they, my brother had one, and, and in many respects, it was a very good car. Again, the equipment was good. They were very refined, you know, in terms they drove of the well. ride. Yeah. And the, the ride and the handling of them were good. I remember driving one down Malvern Road and uh, over the tram tracks and everything and thinking, gee, the ride in this is f- fantastic for a small car. Yeah. They had that Euro feel, feel. about them, yeah. um, which is great when they're new. Unfortunately, they also had Euro repair bills when they got a few Ks under their belt. And so timing belts for every 80,000 K. 45,000 K on the early Astros. Oh God. My brother's, it was 80, but yeah. maybe his was a slightly later yeah, one. His was an AH. So. Um, but that was, yeah, you know, often and expensive, you know, the rear window um, regulators were plastic. They would just snap for no reason, even if the windows weren't used. And there's, they were $300 a side just in parts. Um, they weren't amazingly cheap to run in the way that a, a Japanese, equivalent 323 protege or something would be or a honda civic mm. um so they sort of fell apart and the paint faded off them and what have you but when they were new they, they competed really well yeah even vectras um they were opal based and they sold when a great car though. no they, they but again when they were brand new my friend's dad bought one for something like 35 grand the v6 2.5 vectra and on paper and the way it drove and the spec it had new was really good. It's just that same thing, you know, as time, time went on, they fell apart and they were not a good car yeah. in hindsight. But at least when they were new, everyone went, ah. Oh. But I think with the Daewoo product, knew they were like, you know. Yeah. I mean, they had that with the Viva as well. I remember when they brought, they brought the Viva? That, oh, that was a Daewoo yeah, Lissetti. that horrible little Viva. Uh, oh. they, they brought so many of those cars in and they, would, they just All of them rubbish. Like, there's not one shining light out of any of them, really. The only cars that were shining lights for, for Holden were Commodore, really. Yeah. Um, and like, towards the end, like a, yeah, you know, I'd I'd happily buy a VF two tomorrow. Like I reckon they're a good car. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. I mean, by all reports, I've heard people. I haven't driven one myself, but I've heard people say the current Commodore. It's not um, a bad driving car. Is, is is a is a really good package, yeah. and no doubt there's going to be some cheap ones out there for uh, punters who want to go shopping. But um, yeah, time will tell. You know, big time. And I I think I think it's um, it's 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 really sad because. You know, they like originally that car, but basically the new Commodore is a um, Opel Insignia uh, or Vauxhall Insignia. But here it's been the Commodore, so they actually redone the suspension to to suit Aussie roads, hmm, which is uh, good. Which is good, and hmm. apparently they they drive really well. Yeah, like, they I've, drive I've, well. I've heard they drive nicely. Yep. 
Um, the yeah. other overarching thing, you know, above all of this, is that Australia is a tiny market. Yep. You know, we sell worldwide. We think we're big because we're physically quite big, but we're not in terms of a country. But we sell <laughs> just over a million new cars a year every year in Australia. We're pretty pissy in terms of the world market. So, yep. unless you were pulling your weight, or there was some some stellar model, you know, like a Hilux or a Ranger Hero Child. That was like, you know what? It is worth staying in that market for that because we've got millions of dollars of profit from yeah. such and such. You know, it's just it's just not worth it. Well, see, like if you design a car well, for example, the Ranger that's been engineered and designed here, even though it's built in Thailand, mm. it's still you know it it proves to you that like you know, wow, Australians could could design great cars. Um, and and now the Ranger sold in like 180 countries or something. Like it's 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 sold in like some some crazy amount of countries. Yeah. And that's that's an Australian design, you know. So uh, it it proved that you know if you if you design a car well, mm. you know, but I think GM was just like, well, you know, you guys need small cars, we'll just give you these. Or you need yeah. SUVs, we'll just pump top you with down these. approach here. Take this, take this. We don't really care about you you in, as a market. Yeah, um, you're not contributing massively to our bottom line worldwide. And now we're just like, yeah, nah. And it's really it, it's really bad because like I'm, I'm I'm about to to blame GM for for a lot of things here before we get to to a few of the other things that we're going to blame, blame GM for. <laughs> um, but basically, uh, they treated the Holden brand uh, pretty poorly in terms of in terms of the way that, that they ran the company, i.e., for example, that they... Put it this way. Remember when the new Camaro first came back? Came back Bumblebee, the original Bumblebee. Yeah. Um, basically, that was a Holden Commodore underneath it. And they they promised Australia because um, my friend's dad works for Holden at the time. Yeah. In in like their their design team, and he's like he's like yeah they promised us that we're going to get that car. Yeah. Uh, and never got it. They yeah. basically and, and that's and that's the reason why it handled so well and and it was like a revelation for a muscle car. They're like yeah. holy crap this this thing actually works because <laughs> it was based on a, on a on an Australian product. Yeah. Um and then they were like yeah no you're not going to have that and they and they and they, they kept doing it and kept doing it kept doing it they were using all the Australian designing and you know ingenuity because we actually knew how to put things together. Yeah. Um and but kept giving us the middle finger and for example like the, the Chevy SS which is the Holden Commodore here mm-hmm. um they got got rave reviews in the states they're like holy crap this is this is a car from 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 Chevy um <laughs> and we're just like yeah we've had this car forever yeah uh and then, and then they you know but they they didn't market it there and and I don't think they wanted to yeah which which is really kind of sad uh but you know it it is what it is another thing with them is that um. They they had a again they've got a lack of interest in in the right hand drive market, um, but they didn't adapt like we've mentioned previously. They didn't adapt to the to the change. No Madonna. They didn't adapt. No, they didn't do a Madonna. Um, <laughs> uh, basically, um, and GM didn't care. They just didn't care. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, okay, the GFC was a big hit on them. Like they they lost like companies like um, uh, Hummer and, and and the likes. Yeah. Uh, even Oldsmobile, like their oldest their oldest brand, I think they they, they got rid of from memory. Um, but they took all the money that the that the government, Australian government, gave, and didn't do anything with it. Essentially, mm. and it's, it was like a big slap in the face to to us in Australia. Um, and GM was like, "Yeah, we'll just you know bankroll ourselves and 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 keep going," which is which is not not a really good way of good way of looking at looking at it. They took the money and gave us nothing in return. Yeah. Um, then a government is the big one that that kind of mm. uh, shot us in the foot. So basically. Uh, under the Rudd um, Gillard government, they you know they, they promised all this you know you know all this booming and stuff, and then the, then the uh, then the Abbott hockey government came came, in, came into place, and then a lot of things changed. So basically, what happened then was um, they were pretty much the Abbott and hockey government were saying, "If you don't want to build cars, you leave." That's what they did. 
And they, yep. just, they, they just up and left. Yeah. Know? So instead, instead of backing the product, which we should have done, like like companies, uh, like like countries like Germany and stuff. Yes, they've got a bigger market. Yes, they've got this and the other. Yeah, but, but they, they, they all they all get a, some sort of handout, don't they? They do get handouts. You yeah. Know, the government supports them. I mean, look at look yeah. at the states. The, the government, you know, gave bailed them bailed them all out. You know. I so, mean, the, the flip side is. Okay, we're not going to support you to build cars, you know, if, if you can't support yourself. You know, that's that's one valid argument. But then the flip side is, okay, well, now there's, you know, 600 or, or more in some cases workers that don't have work and uh, you're going to be throwing money at that problem. So whether it's through the pension or the dole or whatever, yep. um, you know, if it's, if, it's, if it's not in your left hand, it's in your right hand sort of thing. Yeah, it's um, it's a really, really sad sad proposition like it's not a, it's not a it's not a really i mean it's a bad look really mm. it's kind of like a um like a well you know what this is how it's going to be and you're going to just cop it and that's that's it mm. and, and it's and it's sad mm. it, it really is definitely um but what can you do what can you do buy uh, something else buy something else but over, like overarchingly holden you know like the, you know Everybody knows what a Holden is, like in Australia anyway. Yeah, and everybody knows who's had someone that's that's had one. Yeah, and they've, they've had some really good cars over 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 the journey, um, and they've had some really ordinary cars over the journey. To, to me, though, in my mind, when I think of Holden as a as a as a brand that that I um, that I like and and respect from Australia, I, I don't think of the last two three years. Like I, I don't from no. seventeen when they when that when the last Commodore Commodore rolled off the line. That that's when I just I just just count them. Yeah. I don't even. I don't even think of these latest ones as holding them. I'm just like, yeah, they're just they're, they're not, you know. What they are to me, they died three years ago. What they are is a um a shell of themselves. And like I, I was having this chat with with a good friend of mine, Alex, and he's like to me, he's like, um, basically that. Uh, give me a second. We, we, we have just, we got? Have we got on the we, line? We've got Alan on the line. Alan. Alan, how you how you doing, mate? Get some better audio for us. Yeah, when you get ready, we'll we'll just keep talking. But um, uh, basically, yeah, Alex, you're talking to Alex. Yeah, like he's like to me, he's like, geez, a holding room, big big strife here. When when like for example, like a Hilux was outselling their whole model range for for, <laughs> for a month. Yep. Um, I was like to him, kid you not, two years ago in 2018, yeah. I'm like. I give them another year or a half or two years, and yeah. and and, they, and yeah, they're gonna they're gonna pull the pull. We said the same thing at work only probably two months ago. We were like, it's, it's look at the figures, it's just not sustainable. No. You know, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Um, but I think it's General Motors to blame for that because they yeah. they marketed it all wrong. Um, they didn't give us cars that we actually wanted. Uh, they, I mean, you know, pe- people are you know been asking for the um, excuse me, like you know, like you know, I mean. The, they sell a ra- they're selling Rams quite a well quite well now. Like yeah. p- people people wanted you know those big trucks and yeah American American SUVs and American cars here like like proper American cars here. And so they just kept feeding us this you know pretty much you know substandard product. Yep. No wonder why they were getting beaten by every yeah. cl- class in the market. No wonder why the um the you know the the i thirty and the Corollas and stuff were just just Mazda threes were just destroying them in every facet. Yep. You know it's it's. It's sad, but it's true. So sad, but true. Yeah, exactly so it's right. uh, it's it's a kind of a sucky way to end for Holden. Like I think they went out with a whimper instead of a uh, instead of a um. Yeah, should have uh, gone out on a high. On a high, and like <laughs> if if they were, if if Holden was if if General Motors were were like you know like fair income about like you know giving Holden the right send off that they should have deserved, they should have ended Holden with the Commodore. Mm. 
Yeah, maybe just gone called it then, called rather it than dragging it on for the next few years. Because like it kind of left a lot of people in limbo at that point. Like they could have yeah. said, "Okay, look, we're going to end holding here, but we're going to call it Chevrolet." Yeah, you know, and and you know, it, it's do something else. Do yeah. something else, you know. So, um, I think I, that it, I'm going to stop you there, man. I feel like I do agree with you that they should have ended holding there with the Commodore, but I think like I don't know who does the maths for them or who does predictions, but they just thought we can keep going with was basically the insignia. Like, it was, it was a terrible decision from the get-go calling that the Commodore. Um, I think that's one thing that ticked a lot of people off. That would have, you know, like not everyone needs that, that rear-wheel drive, you know, VA power all the time. But if they had called it an insignia, I think that would have been like at least a signal to the people where it's like, okay, Commodore's, you know, gone. This is a replacement of sorts, but it's not, we're not going to tarnish the Commodore name. You see, insignia is very good cars you guys were discussing earlier. But, it wasn't a Commodore. And I know, like, a lot of people were pissed off about that. That's probably one of the biggest comments you always see. Whatever, there was any kind of report about holding them badly. They're like, it's all the insignia. I know, like, not everyone that's vocal about it was actually not purchasing, but definitely, um, given, you know, the results from the dealerships and the sales results, the insignia just wasn't doing it for the people. And, yeah, it should have just been called the insignia, not the Commodore. But see, I, I'm, I'm going to stop you there, Alan, because they they brought in the insignia as like their their middle their middle their midsize car underneath the underneath the Commodore, and it mm. sold poorly. Um, and you know they, they were like they probably have said, oh well, we can't call it the insignia then because people, you know, uh, I, I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters what you, I don't. I agree that they probably shouldn't have called it Commodore because it's kind of inherently not a Commodore. But they could have called it. A completely but people different are not though. buying large cars. They're, they're that, not. That's the overarching period, yeah. thing. Is they they large sedans are nowhere. In this current market, yeah, um, and and you know Mercedes E Class, BMW Five Series, you know Nissan Maxima gone. I mean, you can still buy an E Class and Five Series, but the sales of those are absolutely nowhere compared to their SUV counterparts. Yeah. For the same money, people are going. I want to sit up high. I like the feeling of safety, even yeah. if they're not safer. They feel safer. It's an implied. It's yeah. It's just a a, a market shift. Um, and the big sedan is in this market dead. Done, yeah. Done. No one's buying them. But they did at least, I guess, try to address them. They had how many? They have what? The Equinox, the Trailblazer. Um, you know, I always remember every single time we could pick up all the old dealership, there'd be at least three or four different kinds in like slightly different sizes. And I never understood it personally. You know, I hate SUVs, but I, I thought they were at least trying to supply the market with with something i mean they were but they, they, they weren't the products that we wanted Alan. like for example like okay they gave us the equinox they gave us the they gave us the um the, the trailblazer i mean the trailblazer is basically uh um, colorado which is which is not a bad car which is which do, which, do, which does sell quite quite well uh yeah. but the equinox and the acadia they just and like for example the, the captiva Crap Tiva. Uh, um, <laughs> I mean, it sold well at the time, but then people realized that this is a horrible car. They're having massive issues, and then they then they stopped selling them. So, I think uh, had they done any of those really well product wise, they'd still be around. You know, uh, then that might might have changed things. If if they dominated a segment with even one of those cars, then yeah, maybe 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 there's a different argument. Do you think that if they actually did proper uh, right-hand drive Camaro like they did with the Mustang, like Ford did with the Mustang, you know, brought into the right-hand drive markets. Like, you can, you know, 60 million people in the UK as well that we should also factor in if we talking about converting, I guess, a car over and doing the engineering for that. 
you know, if you combine us, that's an 80 million person market. That's not bad. And maybe a bit of South Africa, I think, too. But, you know, in that case, like, the Mustang has sold gangbusters. Do you think they would have had a better time if they'd actually decided to do a proper thing with a Camaro? Yeah, I think so. I, I agree. If they had a hero car like that. And Mustang, you know... Let's make no bones about it. The Mustang is not a brilliant car. No. You know, the safety rating is awful. The build quality is average at best. But it's the right combination of price. safety rating. Yeah. <laughs> right combination of price. Yeah, two stars. I think it's, it's but, three now. Oh, it's three up now. Yeah, yeah, wow. Um, but it's the right combo of, of um, brawn, looks, and, you know, muscle, noise, all of that at a, at a very competitive price. And it's it it sells well because of that. I mean, it's a performance car bargain. Let's be honest. Look, look, yeah, absolutely. You know, no doubt about it. Like it, it does everything that it says it's going to do. No frills, yeah. no no anything. Even as long as you go it, into it sort of expecting with that mindset, that, with that yeah. mindset, then it's a comparative bargain. Yeah, I, I I agree. Like I don't I don't think um you know it's it's in no way the best car you could get for the money. But so had they done that with the Camaro and competed with that, well, that's one box ticked. I mean. But then they need it. Then they need a backup. They need a volume seller. Volume seller. That. So I'd say, like you know, I can see what they've tried to do with the uh, with the Colorado. And the Colorado does sell. It does sell. It's. I mean, it's not as good as not selling as good well as a Ranger or, or Hilux. Yeah. Um, but they could have engineered it that a little bit better to 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 do that. And you know, you know take that take that step forward. I mean, yeah. when Ford first brought the Ranger here, my brother had a first generation Ranger. Um, wasn't it? I mean, it was it was reliable. It worked. Weren't they badge engineered with a Mazda BT50? They just yeah. even the same with the camera one. It's still a BT50. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they went back to the drawing board and said, "Why does Hilux sell so well?" Yeah. And then they essentially redesigned it, re-engineered it, and they're like, "Holy crap, this car's really good to drive." Yeah. And 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 that's how they did that. They didn't they didn't do that. I mean, you know, they could have done that with the Camaro. They, but sorry, they could have done that with like the um, uh, the uh, what's it called, the Colorado. But they they chose not to. Um, uh, and then they would then they could have had like a, like an SUV like a, a good size SUV good size good size two seconds in not, not bad, bad. <laughs> um, so I mean the Captiva was not a great car Acadia still not, the, the, well, we got the current gen the previous gens haven't been uh, received well yeah they needed it like they needed something I don't know if they would have had to look through a parts bin or something to find something that would you know you know or, or like a catalog to find something that that could have sold well for a reasonable price. It's just I think they they kind of really just um just really shot themselves in the foot in a, in a lot of those instances. Yeah. So so who's going to sell the Corvette then? Well, that's the next question I was going to say because because they hold them were going to sell the Corvette, but they're going to be out of the the country by the end of the year. So so are they going to sell through yeah, holding yeah, showrooms yeah. as a Chevrolet, yeah, Chevrolet Corvette? Corvette? Yeah. Interesting. Well, Someone else will pick that up. Well, they're going to do the thing where like it goes to walk and show and they just do the conversion and they you know. But Send it on, Alan, the the um, uh, I I believe that the what's it called the the Corvette was was engineered for for all markets, wasn't it? Like right hand drive and and um and uh, left hand drive. That's what I initially thought as well. So like uh, you'd assume that they wouldn't have to re re-engineer that if that's the case. But then yeah. again, but then again, General Motors has said we we don't have any interest in right hand drive markets. So if that's the case, then that's no <laughs> point. So. Which is kind of like a weird backflip in in that instance. So that's that's left me very confused. Do you think the orders will just be refunded and there'll be like a collection of right hand drive Corvettes that are just never sold? Well, I don't think they're going to, they're going to get here because like if if that's the case, then they're not going to be sold. Uh, they're going to have to return the deposits. 
Um, because I mean, let's be honest, the cars aren't going to be here probably till till late this year or early next year. Money yeah. gets all all over. All over. But send them home. But like, my question is to you, to you guys, where to next? Like, essentially. I mean, they said they're going to close out all like 200 dealerships or whatever, how many dealerships there are here. Yeah. Do you think they're going to completely get it? They're not even going to have anything badged as Chevrolet here because they've been testing. I mean, I've seen the the um, the uh, Cadillacs they've been testing here. I've seen some Chevy products they've been testing here. Mm. Makes no sense as to why they're testing them here if, if, they're, if they're not really going to put them for our market. Well, maybe this decision will stop them testing and that's it. That's it. I did think those dealerships closed down. There'll be some great stuff on eBay you can buy or at auction. You know, yeah. like the big holding signs and stuff. You know, that collectors will love that. Oh, they'll be all over it. So you know, for your garage. Yeah, so get in. Get when quick. I get my VS Calais, you know, I'll have. You're not going to get a VS Calais. A holding sign in the garage that would shock you, wouldn't it? If I if I came home in a VS Calais, you'd be like, "What are you doing?" Well, I, I wouldn't be mad. I'd just be more like. You'd be baffled. I'd be baffled. Yeah, I'd be like baffled. Ed, this is this is not you. <laughs> this isn't European or Japanese. This what are you doing? This isn't the Edward I know. Um, you wait and see. It might happen. No, uh, I'm on the hunt. He's, he's going to do it at a spot like on me. Challenge? Yeah, I'm just going to spite you and buy me. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, where do where do you think they're going to go now? Do you reckon General Motors is just completely done from Australia? Like they're, they're, that's it? Because like, what other products do they have here? They don't really have anything i mean sanyong's not 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 a um, general motors product anymore well i don't think they ever were a general motors product actually um, i don't think so they don't have anything else that, that's it no go play somewhere else hmm yeah i don't think other than the garage sales and the signs i think it, i think that's it that's it it's a bit of servicing here and there um whether they still have some sort of satellite service centers or something like that you know i mean parts like you say, for ten years, they're gonna have to. I at least, think that's yeah. an industry thing. You've yeah. got to you've got to back your car for ten years. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if they'd have like a you know dedicated Holden service center somewhere. You know, satellite service centers or something. Uh, I mean, they'd, have, they'd probably have to, wouldn't they? Surely. Yeah, uh, something I read from yeah, the market exit was they promised twelve years of service for like the most recently sold. Basically, all Holden cars, but more specifically, probably what they've sold more recently. Yeah. Um, they, yeah they, they they promised 12 years worth of service. So they, they probably have some kind of satellite dealerships available or they'd like either probably take a share in some other, you know, dealerships and then have like same yeah, train have- service text for Holden. Something like that. They, they Yeah, they'd have to, I think. Yeah. Like Daihatsu, when they disappeared, were... Um, you know, owned by Toyota, and so you could take your Daihatsu to a Toyota dealer, Toyota dealer, and to perform normal Daihatsu servicing. Um, I mean, Holden did that with Saab, and they did it with um, Opel yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. It was so weird how Saabs a, became Holden. Uh, a really small dealership in Wonturna, uh, they do Saabs specifically as well. They were actually a little chuffed at one point. Initially, they were quite di- uh, disappointed when Saab did, you know, finally shut down, but. They're also chuffed because they knew a lot of people already knew their name in terms of uh, Saab servicing. Yeah. So uh, I think their business actually for quite a period went up significantly just because people would come to them specifically they knew that these guys knew their stuff. Mm. So I think we might see a bit of a, uh, you know, well, later on at least, you'll see some, I guess, private dealers, uh, not private dealers, private mechanics that will be, you know, holding specialists. In yeah, they'll, they'll specialise uh, yeah. in them because there's a, there's enough out there that, and as I was saying to Matt earlier before you rang in, Alan, like 
you know, people will manufacture aftermarket parts for these things. Oh, yeah. So yeah like, there's so many Commodores out there. You know, you're not, it's not like in 12 years, 15 years, you're not going to be able to buy a starter motor or buy, buy an alternator or buy, you know, it's probably Bosch anyway, but, you know, buy a, you know, yeah. buy a head or, a, you know, head studs. Like, there'll be, there'll be people aftermarket that manufacture that because there are so many Holdens on the road. So, it, there's probably room for a few little specialist businesses. So do you think we've covered everything that's gone wrong that that, that led up to this moment, or do you? Th- do you so I'm sure, there's plenty that I don't know and I'll never know. Yeah, but like, <laughs> but, but I think we we kind of like the few the few main things they didn't adapt. Uh, they um, General Motors didn't back them. The uh, product was rubbish. Product was ru- ru- they had they had the wrong product. They didn't have um, or or they didn't want to uh, to to basically give us the right car for them for the moment. And the um, the government kind of just said no, nah. gave you gave us the middle finger. Yeah. So, so yeah. I just find it so interesting that like you've got two like competitive companies, Ford and you know GM, and Ford seems to be doing quite all right, whereas you know at the very least in the Australian market, whereas GM's now just been you know at the point where they're like sorry we gotta shut everything down. Like yes, we don't produce a Falcon stuff anymore, but. Our entire dealership network and everything else is still going strong. Mm. It's because they adapted to the times, Alan. It's because they saw, as, as we said earlier, they saw this coming years ago. Uh, and that, you know, the- I mean, think about Ford for a minute. What run me through? And I'm I'm patchy on their lineup, but run me through their lineup. You got the babies, the Fiesta. Uh, they don't sell the normal Fiesta here anymore. Okay, so that's gone. The, they, they did. They did. They're bringing in the ST only. Is Which it? was, but Fiesta was a quite a well-regarded little small car. It's a Mazda two, basically. Yeah. Then you had the Focus, Focus which was again not a, a car. not a mega seller, but a, a well-respected car. Except in the early those DSG autos, those was the power, power shift. shift. Yeah, crap. that was bad, bad, yeah, bad. But that, before that, they were God. they were a good car. Then you had what was next up from that? Mondeo. Mondeo. I don't know how Mondeo sold him. Not brilliantly, not, but not well. it's it's still not selling well. But it wasn't. A terrible car, and the diesels I remember got a fairly good rap, yeah. um, as as you know, highway commuter hack sales reps cars or something. Yeah, um, it's probably all that he bought them, wasn't it? Sales Pretty reps. Much. Then you had so so they've got um, now they had Falcon, but Falcon's gone. gone. What what's next up the line? SUVs. So then well, you, you had the Escape, Escape, which was a Mazda. It is good but, product. It was a Mazda tribute. Not, not anymore. Escape. The new ones are um, uh, all Ford of Europe based. Ford of Europe, yeah. yeah. So, so then that's a new Escape. Then yep. you've got the uh, the EcoSport, which is not. Oh, which a great is a little piece yeah. of pus. So yeah, I yeah. Even, I don't even mention that car. I don't, I don't then you had the Territory, of course. Territory, good car. Mm. Um, then you had uh, well, now they've got the um, uh, the it's not, it's not called the, the Endura. What's that? It, it, it it's like it's like it's an American car that they've brought over here. It, it, the Enduro was the territory replacement, and ah, it hasn't sold, no good. Hasn't no sold good. well. Then they've got the Ranger-based Everest, which is a which is sells quite yep. a, quite yeah. Okay. Everest sells quite well. A, a Ranger which is going which going is a nuts. Ranger with a body on it, basically yeah. a, a normal wagon body. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they, they do very good at crashing into stationary cars and other people. <laughs> we all know about that, Alan, <laughs> don't we? <laughs> I don't know about that. What happened, uh, Alan? Yeah, fill us in, Alan. Well, I was basically just minding my own business, uh, driving along, and it was my time, in my mum's little Suzuki SX4, yeah. and uh, unbeknownst to me, uh, there was a Ford Everest coming in the opposite direction, and they decided to drive, without flying down at all, without noticing, into a parked car, right. and smash, smash the crap out of that, and then 
swerve into the middle of the road towards me, Ooh. to which I take some evasive action. Um, but they still managed to swipe my um, rear quarter panel. And uh, then the only reason they stopped <laughs> was because I believe the car's engine, you know, came to a halt. They didn't ah. actually stop the car at any point. <laughs> uh, and uh, they, uh, in their huff to get out of the car, they left the grandfather on the car before they, they, <laughs> they got the cake out of the car before cake. they got the grandfather they out of the, the car. They got the cake! Save the Pavlova! <laughs> That's yeah. Australian. And uh, they tried to accuse me of having my high beams on uh, to the police officer, despite the fact that they were in an Everest at one point, I was in an FX or my car was much lower. I don't, you know, the high beams would have probably affected them, but not to the extent that they claimed yeah. I didn't have my high beams on at all. Um, I suspect that the husband was drunk and then he made his wife take the beat yeah. for it. Uh, I nearly didn't make it here tonight. Yeah, you tell it was us. Not a dissimilar story. I was, well, first of all, I'm on the freeway in the jazz that the hail written off jazz, which is now, you know, I've been settled for that, and I, I can only get third party insurance on it now because of because of the cosmetic damage. damage. Yeah. So I'm in the hail dented jazz on the freeway. I get copped with more hail. You know, not as bad as when it got written off, but it was. I was like, oh god, it's, I was like, what do you got? Come on, you want? You got more? Give me more. <laughs> I can take it. So it's there was that. Gone. Then I got Stop through. it, it's already dead. Stop it, I'm it's Kick already, me when I'm down. It's already dead. <laughs> you can't kill something that's dead already. So then I get through that storm, it clears up, and I'm just almost here, and um, a ranger pulled out of a... Speaking of rangers, pulled out of a side street going the opposite way. Sideways. Fishtailed the hell out of the thing, so much so that I had to swerve to miss his fish coming my way. And um, I was like, whoa, <laughs> you know, swerve. Just You don't even have time to think, yeah. just do it. So I made it around him and there was like, ooh, adrenaline, that feels good. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, uh, and then got here. So I was like, ooh. Yeah. It's a sign that it, it, maybe this is holding. People are so, trying to kill the jazz. I know. It's, it's, it's a sign. Um, uh, did Tyrone not make it to the show today? No, he I, didn't. I haven't seen him. Uh, Where is he? He's meant to come late. Where is he? Like, I think, uh, according to Adrian, Tyrone was coming out today, so... Yeah, that's a bit disappointing. What happened to him? Where is he, Maddie? I think he got stuck at work. Ah, no good. I, I, I suspect that Tyrone's bought another charger, ah. and he's just uh, kind of milking that right now. <laughs> he did um, mention there might be an announcement. Well, he did, and he then, said that to me. And then he uh, hasn't hasn't appeared, Tyrone. Looking at mm. looking at you uh, through wherever you are. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. Finishing off with Ford with their lineup, so they've got the Ranger, the Everest, and that's oh they got Transit and stuff like you know, oh yeah, yeah commercial commercial. See, Holden got no commercial. No, what, no, they no. got the combo. Don't even sell that anymore. <laughs> that actually sold not too bad. Sold well, <laughs> you know, funny little market the combo. It's a barina with like yeah, a barina with a van body, van body and florists used to love it. They did and bakeries. Yeah, because you can fit a lot in there. Yeah, um, tall, tall interior. Was tall. Um. I think that's that's all they sell now. Oh, Mustang, obviously. Yeah, um, but within that lineup, okay, the EcoBoost is rubbish. And there's a, there's a couple of rubbish products, but but the Escape was by and large a Mazda, which was good. The Focuses were not a bad car. Um, the Fiesta Festiva thing going on, they, I mean, they were Festiva wasn't a great. Car. Okay, you know, first, I remember someone they they rated it in one survey I read years ago. You're the most unsafe car. Oh yeah, and I think I've said this before. The, the joke was if you don't like your daughter, get her get her a festiva. <laughs> you know, like like if she's a little bitch, get her a festiva. Get her a festiva. <laughs> this, this this will shut her up. Exactly. Here you go, honey. Got your car for your eighteenth. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> 
but counting down the days. Yeah, counting down that, in that lineup of Fords, there there are some good cars. Were and are some good yep. cars in that lineup. Yep. Whereas in the lineup of Holden's, not so much. There, there wasn't a car that you'd, you'd say you'd aspire to own. Nope. Um, not one. Uh, I mean, the Commodore, like the previous, like, like I'd love like an SS or like a you know like a Club Sport or something. I'm like, oh yeah, that, that, that's a cool car to own. Even like the old Astra, like SRI turbos and stuff, like that was a cool. They well, might have one, didn't he? Yeah, he had, he had an Astra SRI. It wasn't a turbo. It was a two point two. Two point two. That was that was a good car. Like he never had an issue with that. Yeah. Um, Again, and, Opal source product. Yeah. Like not the best in the world, but Better certainly than... respected in some ways. Yeah. Uh, but even Opal tried to make a comeback. They did. When was that? Oh, Five years ago? Seven eight years ago. ago? Yeah, like early 2000s. Yeah, Opal so. tried to make a comeback. and uh, no, no, Sorry, early, early uh, not the noughties, the uh, tens, early tens. Early tens, yeah. yeah. And they opened a couple of showrooms. There was one in South Yarra and a few around. And then yeah. I think it was, what, a year maybe? They didn't even last a year. I oh, think. really? They yeah. didn't last a year. And they were just like, yeah, nah. Yeah. Too hard to compete. They had that um, interesting little uh, promotion, didn't they, where they said, just take the car on for a couple of days. Yeah, and uh, we guarantee you love it so much that you want to buy it. I think it's more like being a guilt trip into buying it. Is that is that what they did with Opal? They called it the the German Exchange Program. Oh, really? <laughs> and no one. Yeah, genau. Das ist gut. Das ist gut, ja. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so the, people would take home an Opal for two days, yeah. and then they sell them all on as executive driven and. No one buys exec- them. Ex- executive thrashed. <laughs> executive thrashed. No one buys them. Uh, but see, Holden tried to do the same thing with like, oh, drive one of our cars, and if you if you buy anything else, we will give you five hundred bucks. I guarantee you, the amount of people that would have driven those cars for five hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, I'm not buying this. And we we had a promotion at BMW um, that was coming to test drive a three series, and you get free, two free movie tickets. I think. I don't know if it was gold class or normal. I can't quite remember. It might have been gold class. Oh, of course, BMW. BMW. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> sure. so they um, well, everyone's a BMW person these days. They're everywhere. So they're chasing volume, mate. Chasing volume. Yes. Bean counters. Bean so counters. yeah, I had all these people would come into the show. Oh, I want to test drive a three series. Like, oh, gee, things are really picking up around here. Just for the then, movie tickets. Thanks for the tickets. See ya. You'd, n- you'd never talk to them again. Never see them again. That was the end of it. No. There was um, absolutely no interest in anything. And you'd be like, oh, when are you looking to purchase a new car? And it's like, oh, I'm not sure. And, you know, yeah. it was just like, you just here for the... T- the in tickets. the end, I just started asking, you here for the movie tickets? Yep. I yeah, just yeah. give them the tickets. <laughs> Stuff driving. They go, I can't be bothered getting the demo. Go demo out. You know, fuel the demo, watch the demo, vacuum the demo. Can't be bothered. Here you go. Here's the ticket tickets. Piss off. You here for the tickets? <laughs> yep. There you go. Bye. If you want to buy a car, here's my card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> CBF. Um, before we end the show tonight, I want to leave on a tweet with um, that Ford uh, said uh, yesterday. They said, um, "All of us here at Ford Australia are sounded to hear the view, uh, hear the news that Holden will cease operations." The automa- um, uh, to our friends at Holden, thank you for keeping us on our toes and inspiring us to keep aiming higher. We will miss you. Um, nice way to uh, like even being competitors um, for so long. Uh, that is, you know, it's, it's like shaking hands after a tennis match. It is it where is. you've just been obliterated. Yes, <laughs> much. nice. Um, so they, they basically said, uh, hang on, I'll, I'll read the full tweet. Uh, tweet actually, all of us here uh, for Australia started to hear the news that the, that the Holden uh, that Holden will cease operations. Holden is an iconic brand that holds a special place in the heart of many Australians, and has done so in, in uh, has done so much to shape the Australian automotive industry and the country. Uh, its vehicles have been worthy competitors both on uh, both on road and on the racetrack. To our friends at Holden, thank you for keeping us on our toes and inspiring us to aim higher. We will miss you. Uh, nice. We, we we will miss Holden. Um, 
for like for the good for the good cars for the good times for the good for times. 2017 and earlier we'll miss Holden yes uh, but for the last three probably not as much nope um, so it is sad but it's um it's a big it's a it's a big thing in the in the in the automotive industry for that stuff to happen a um, couple of things if you're after some car books go down to the Footscray Library they're fifty cents each. Bang. Get down there. Um, th- so There's not many left, though. Not many left. I think that someone I know might have bought them all. <clears throat> <laughs> for a private collection. Yes, for my own collection. Uh, but, yeah. I've um, got one in front of me right now, the Australian Motoring Year 1982-1983, which I intend to have a very good read of this evening. Yes, uh, mm. at dinner. Um, we are out of time, though. Thanks, Ed, for coming in. Thanks for having me. Thank I nearly you. didn't make it. I know. Thank you, Alan, <laughs> for phoning in. Uh, my pleasure. Bye, Alan. Um, and like and share our Facebook yeah. page, Car Talk, T-O-R-Q-E, with Manny J. We'll be here next Tuesday night at 7pm. Uh, take it easy. Bye. Bye.